Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited for you to join us today. To find out more about us, visit highway.com.au. Yeah, you know, I'd just love to say to everybody here, you know, we, we count you as family. We count this as family here at Gilston. And I just know when, when, fam- when family come together, there's just a strength. You know when you meet at, the, meet at a table and you sit around the table and you can't help because you're all talking and you're all talking over each other and you're laughing. Or, or if it's been, been a tough time, you're all praying for each other, you're all sad for each other. Um, I treat us like that here. I treat us like that here that when one's down, we're not all down, but we're there to pick each other up. And all of us have, have got things going in our lives. All of us have got, we have good weeks, we've had bad weeks. We, we go on this, this wanes in our lives. And I want to talk really quickly this morning a little bit about transition, how we transition from being in a, a, a good area and then going to something that's really tough in our lives. Or going from something that's really tough to something to build that till we can get to a place in God where we're really strong. And these transition times are really, really important for us in our lives to, to recognize that in the transition that God's there. And I woke up the other morning and and I woke up and I was praying before I got up and, and this, it's not an audible voice, but you know when you get that, you, you know that's God saying something to you. And it just was John 4. And, and we probably all know the story about the woman at the well, how Jesus goes to Samaria and she meets the woman at the well and, and, and she's not, he's not supposed to speak to this woman because she's a Samaritan. In the Jew, Jewish, in their eyes, Lord, the Samaritans were like dogs and you don't talk to these people because... It's like us if, if you go to, let, let's say, a, a house that's unclean, really, really unclean, and you walk into the house, and we're scared we're going to get fleas coming up our legs or, or bugs in our hair. Um, it's that sort of situation. They believe when they went to Samaria, they were going to catch cooties. <laughs> the, the, they were going to get fleas, and they were going to catch what these people had, so you did not touch these people because they, they were, there was that sort of feeling. It's like in State of Origin, maybe, where... Um, you know, if you're from New South Wales, Jude, wherever you are, yeah, yeah. You know, like like the New South Welshmen are the poor cousins, they're the ones you don't speak to because maroon is your colour. That was the sort of thing, except ten times worse between the Samaritans and the Jews. And and it's when Jesus is coming and his ministry is starting to grow, and there's people that are coming round, and the disciples are are baptizing all these people. And Jesus decides to go from this place where the, the disciples are saying, look how cool we are. We're baptizing all these people. This is going really, really well. And Jesus says, well, we're going to Samaria. <laughs> and they all say, why on earth would we go to Samaria? You know, there's only dead dogs live in Samaria. And when I go there, I'm going to catch something. I'm going to come back with a disease or something that I don't want. That was how bad it was to going to Samaria. So if we can just... Look quickly, I'm going to read from John 4. And I'm just going to read from verses 1 to 7. And I, hopefully it's NIV there, hopefully. And it says, Now Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although in fact it was not Jesus who was baptized, but his baptized and baptizing, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria, so he came 
to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son, Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? And we're just going to finish it there. So I want to talk a little bit about transition. Um, and transition, as I said before, is this tough place where we don't know where we're going. And, and if you want to read some, some um, synonyms or words that mean the same from transition. And I don't know if you like, do you like the word transition? Does it bring, what emotions does it bring up? Does it mean a happy place? Does it mean a, bring up a place of fear? Does it bring stress? When I say that word straight away, well, there's some other words that, that come from the same word as transition. And even though we might not really like that word transition too much, there's another word that you probably all like. It's called conversion. Don't we love when we come to Christ and everyone says you've been converted, you've been pulled out of um, one way of thought, one kingdom into another kingdom, and we're converted. But if, if you're, you're thinking about if, if I'm in transition and, I, and I've... I've got a health issue that I'm, that I'm walking my way through and I'm in transition from, from being sick to being well. In that transition time, there's, there's probably a lot of emotions that are stirred up. But what happens if you think, Jesus is just a conversion. This is just something that we're, where God's in control, so it's just like I'm converted from one kingdom to another. Transition could be exactly the same, where I'm being converted, and I don't know what it brings to you, but it brings along hope. It brings to the idea of there's something better on the other side if I'm being converted. It also means growth. It means progression. It means metamorphosis. It means realignment. Transition, there's an antonym or meaning word, the opposite. And if this is, if you don't transition, if you get stuck with where you are, it means stagnation. It means decrease. It means idleness. It means finish, and it means an end. So we've all got a choice whether we transition well from where we are in a comfortable state where the disciples were, where they were well known because they were, just, they were baptizing all these people to being transitioned to a place of Samaria that they did not want to go to, or they could have stayed there. And if they didn't transition well, maybe they were going to stagnate. Maybe they were going to lose what God had already given them. Or maybe they were going to go into decrease, idleness, and finish or end. So I don't know what you're like, but I want to transition well. I want to transition to the next place where God wants me. When God t speaks to me and he says, we're going to Samaria, I want to transition well to Samaria. So I just want to talk a little, little bit about that. And we're going to go pretty quick if we can. So what makes us transition? Well, in this case, um, Jesus heard that, heard that uh, his name was getting out there and people were, were hearing who he was. And the Pharisees had heard that this man was baptizing more than John. And I believe that he knew that it wasn't his time to, to step up and to face the Pharisees at that time. So he decided to get up and go somewhere else. And he didn't go through um, the Judean countryside, but he chose to go through Samaria. And I believe that was probably because he didn't want to have a confrontation with the Pharisees yet. He wasn't scared. He wasn't afraid. But he knew it wasn't his time just yet to confront the Pharisees. And so he decides to go through Samaria. In fact, he said he must go through Samaria. So here he is, because there's a challenge in his life, there's something that was making him change. He had to go and he had to move. 
Can you imagine what the disciples said? Samaria? Why on earth would we want to go to Samaria? Here I am once again, I'm in this place where everything's going well. Everything we're doing is, is, is in growth. I'm getting well known. People can see me. And God, you're calling me to Samaria. Why on earth are we going to Samaria where these dogs are? Why am I going to Samaria where I can catch cooties? Why am I going to Samaria? Why on earth would I want to do that? And yet what do they do? They get up, Jesus is going to Samaria. Can you imagine them pick up their bags? Oh, Samaria. Oh, Samaria. Jesus starts walking off and they, they go, oh, I wonder how many actually left at that time and didn't go to Samaria. But the ones that did go to Samaria, they get up, they pack up their stuff, and they start to walk. They start to walk with Jesus through Samaria, through this place they're not meant to go to, through this place they've never been before, into Samaria. You know, just because it was uncomfortable for them, it was not their time to jump. It was their time to follow. It was their time to stay in the lane, stay with Jesus. The disciples just kept on walking with Jesus. They didn't stop, they just walked. Matthew 16, it says, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? You know, they had the choice. They could have stayed where they were and, and been a lemon. Or they could have followed Jesus and turned lem lemons into lemonade. And as you know the story, they did turn lemons into lemonade. They didn't just blame God. They didn't just sit. They went with God. And you know, this wasn't an easy, easy walk. Because we read in verse 6 that we, by the time we get to verse 6, it says that Jesus was weary. And if Jesus was weary, they were probably weary. They've walked all this, through this time, through this place they did not want to go to, and here they are in this weary, weary spot. Can I say to you, it's not all the same. And this is probably my, my second point, crispy, so I'm racing through because I want to do something at the end this morning. It's not always the same. It's, in fact, it's probably never the same. When you've walked your, walked your Christian walk before, we learn the principles of God, we learn how to walk things well, but every situation is different. It's not something that I know what to do. It's something where, God, you're going to lead me, and I'm going to follow you. It's not the same. Jesus went a different way. You know, the Samaritans were partly known um, or known for how bad they were because they had a slightly changed system of belief. They believed that, that the, the, the temple was Mount Gerizim, which was a shock for the Jews, because if you know the Jewish na nation, they were stuck in law, they were stuck in tradition, they'd probably lost a lot of their relationship, but you had to do what the law said, and for someone who turned against the law and preached a different gospel, they were written off. We would never do that, would we? We would never do that. But they'd written off the Samaritans because years ago the Assyrians had taken over the country. And because they'd been taken away, they'd assimilated to the Assyrian culture and they'd intermarried with the Assyrians. And so that was why they were called half dogs because they were half of another culture and half Jewish. 
And the Jews did not want these people to come and infiltrate their countries because they weren't counted as, as Jews anymore. And so they did not, there was a line in the sand where they did not cross. You know, we've all been transitioned. I remember years ago uh, when we were running youth, and we, we planned to, to, to do youth for a lot of years. We'd done it for about four years, and we had no reason to stop. It was growing, and it was doing well. And we had four kids. We had lots of stress at the time, and Claire got sick. And uh, it, it got to the stage where, you know, you couldn't hold it together any longer. And it was like there was a reason we had to transition. We, we couldn't keep doing what we are doing. And so we decided we were going to hand it over to these people, which we did, and the transition was really, really well to these people. But we didn't just transition and stop. Yeah. We said, God, what are you transitioning us into? Yeah. And for our case, it just so happened that when we were transitioning out of youth, the people who were in the kids' church decided they weren't, they, it was their season to give up. So we transitioned from youth into kids' church. And for us, for having four kids, it was a natural progression from one thing to the other. We did not stop. We just transitioned. We said, God, we believe we're going to keep working for you. We, wanted, we were out doing, doing normal jobs. We were out talking to people during the week. But we wanted to serve our God. And so we transitioned straight from youth, straight into kids' work. And we did that for a few years. We did well. So can I encourage you this morning, if you're in a state of transition, don't stop. Just don't stop. Transition to something else. Keep growing your faith. Don't, don't slow down. You know, um, you know, when Jesus went to Samaria, he didn't assimilate into their culture. He didn't take on anything they had. He carried his culture wherever he went. And wherever you're going, whatever you're doing, one of the keys I find, if I'm going to transition well, is I've got to take the culture that I know. I can't step into the culture. I can't transition to, a, if I'm going to go to a, a pub, I'm not going to go to this pub, but I'm not going to go and get drunk because that's not going to transition me well into my next season. I might be called to the pub to go and preach in the, in the pub, but I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to assimilate to their culture. I'm going to carry my culture wherever I go. I'm going to be who I am because God has made me who I am. I know who I am. And if I'm going to translate, transition well, I carry my culture with me. I do not go and I do not assimilate to the culture I'm, I'm stepping into. You know, I believe we're in a, a transition season and we've all seen it. COVID has thrown some crazy stuff up in the air. And there's been transition all over the place. For us, it was jobs. Some people, it's been homes. Some people, it's been churches. Some pe people, it's just been our mindset, what has happened and what has been challenged with us. And we're faced with these transitions in life. And this transition season which we're in, how do we navigate that well? You know, we were talking once again during the week and Claire reminded me, and I've, I've never been in this transition. And I'm never gonna be in this transition. I don't know what this transition's all about. I'm never going to experience it. I've seen this transition, but this transition is not for me. And that transition is when you're having a baby. And the transition is if every woman that's had a baby, this, and, and she reminded me of this because I've never felt it, I've seen it. But there comes the time when, when you say when you're, having, when you're giving birth that you say, I've had enough. This isn't happening anymore. I'm out of here, I want to go because it's got too bad and, I'm, and it's the transition season where you decide, I can't do any more on my own, I've had enough, um, I'm not going there anymore. And all the doctors say, this is really great because this is transition. 
This is when the baby is being, is being transitioned, it's getting ready to give birth. And how many of us were in transition? We hate it. We just want to go back to where we were. We've had enough of this. It's too painful. It's, too, it's bringing up too much within me. I can't handle anymore. But can you, can, what would happen if we stopped the transition? There'd be death. Death for probably the, the, the baby and possibly the mother if we didn't transition well. But what happens if we transition well? There's new life. There's birth. There's something new. There's this baby that you've never seen before. This personality, this, this person that's born that you wouldn't have a clue what, it, what, what this person looks like and yet it is birthed before your very eyes. If we transition well, can you imagine what's coming next in your life as you're transitioning? Not a physical birth, but can there be a birth of something new and something fresh in your life? You know, Jesus, when he, when he came to the earth, he didn't come down and everything was perfect. Perfect life. Drove, drove a roller. Stayed at the Sheraton. Ate the best food. If we all know what Jesus was like, it was totally opposite his life. He went through trials and tribulations, but through all of that, he never changed who he was and his mandate never changed. If we're going to transition well, our mandate cannot change. The mandate of what we were born here for must stay the same. Can I say, there's a saying that says, are we comfortable in the uncomfortable? If we find ourselves in, in places we know we shouldn't be and we're, we're very comfortable there, can I challenge you to challenge yourself? If you're comfortable in situations where you shouldn't be, well, then maybe it's time for a transition. Can I also say, we can be uncomfortable in the comfortable. Sometimes we can sit in a place with, where it's just, even in church, have you ever had it where you walk out of a service and you've had a great service and the other person will just say, I'm just uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable in that service. Can I, can I, can I say to you, what is God transitioning you, transitioning in your life? Don't just sit with that. A few, few points. If you're transitioning, always look and submit to the one who knows what's ahead. Always submit to Jesus. Stay close to Jesus. Walk with him. For if God is for us, who can be against us? In transition, can I encourage you to ask the question, what can I learn out of that? Because we all want to get to the place of transition. We all want to get to the end statement. But God takes us on a journey through transition where we can learn. This means pray. If you don't pray, can I encourage you pray? Pray in the morning. Pray during the work. Pray at night. Pray, pray, pray. Speak to God. Allow Him to speak to you. Especially be honest. What do you want to change in this transition time? Can I encourage you to use your faith muscle? Just believe, believe that God has got something better and he's going to transition you into a place that you never thought was possible. Transition. Have good voices in transition. Find some good people in your world that can speak to you and lift you up and build you up in transition. If you don't know what's coming, 
Do not refuse to let fear take hold. Speak faith, live in faith, walk in faith. Be careful where you go to to find refuge in transition. The world has lots to offer for us in transition, but be careful to find our refuge in God, a refuge in, in what, what we speak about and what we believe by faith, not in what the world preaches. Helen Keller says, a bend in the road is not the end of the road unless you fail to make the turn. Can I say it again? A bend in the road is not the end of the road unless you fail to make the turn. Let's not miss the turns that God has for us. Let's transition through those turns. John Maxwell says, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. Change is inevitable, but growth is optional. It's our choice. It's our choice where we go from here. And even though we go through physical change, I believe most of our transition is, is internal. From Psalm 51.10, it says, Create in me a clean heart, renew a right spirit within me. From the inside. It's from the inside. You know, transition brought a place of encounter. The last verse I read out was, was Jesus. And he comes to Jacob's well. He's been walking, he's tired. His disciples are tired. They've gone out to find food and Jesus sits by this well because he's tired. And Jacob's well was known. It was known for its depth. It was known for how pure and clean the water was. It was known and people came from a long, long way around to find the water that was in Jacob's well. If they'd never left the place where they felt at home, the place of success, if they'd never gone to Samaria, that place where it was tough, they would never have found the well that was deep. They would never have found the water that was clear. They would never, or Jesus would never have met a woman who was in need. So if God's transitioning you, he's transitioning you, you've got to believe to a better place. Always a better place. If you're sitting here this morning, you say, I've never been able to dig a well that's deep and that water that I feel from God is never that crystal clear. It never is that pure. Well, let me encourage you, transition yourself because you will find a well. You will find a well. The Samaritan woman that he met, she had her secrets exposed and dealt with. She was loved without condemnation and so are we if we transition well. So many of us play it safe. We never go to Samaria and we miss out on the well. And I don't know what you're like, but I believe this season is a transition season for the church. It's a transition season for us personally. And as a body of believers, and not just here at Gilson, I believe for the church in Australia, I believe for Australia as a whole, there's a transition happening at the moment. And I believe that if we transition well, we're going to find a well that is deep. We're going to find some water that is pure and it's clear. There's going to find something that's refreshing to the people around us. We're going to find that there's going to be revival personally if we can transition well. You know, we just had a men's camp here. And as the men arrived, they were all given um, 
and I saw one, there was bits of wood about this long, bits of four by two. And they were given this bit of wood and there was a rope on either end. And as they arrived, they were, they were all asked to write something on this four by two that was really, really dogging them. There was, there was, they were asked to write something on this four by two that they could not beat. There was something in their lives that it had hold of them and they couldn't let it go. And so every man that came wrote on this bit of four by two what their problems were, what they were, their hassles were, what they were struggling with. I'm not sure how open that was, but they wrote on all the bits of four by two. And then they were asked to tie it around, I'm not sure it was around their, their arms or around their neck or whatever it was. But they had to carry this while they were here. They were here for two days. They had to carry this around with them. And then on the last night, they went down, they, they had a bonfire down there on the bottom, bottom level. And as they had the bonfire, they, they all prayed for each other, they, they worshipped. And then they were, they were to take this load that they were carrying, this thing that they were struggling with to transition out of, to transition to something better. And they were asked to take it off their back to go to find someone else and to pray for each other for the transition, for the, the problems they had and believe that God was going to remove this from them. And as they stood there around the fire, they were asked to throw, throw these bits of wood in the fire. And the leader told me this, as they threw these bits of wood in the fire, as they, they got rid of the stuff, police officers, top businessmen, people who were studying, Laborers, almost all of them stood there and just bawled their eyes out as they threw this in the fire. And he said as they left, as these men left, he said you could see that a load had been lifted off them as they left. Something shifted and something changed around that fire. We're sitting here this morning and I'm asking you, if we want to get to the well that's deep, if we want to find the water that's clear and pure and refreshing, are you willing, are you willing to let God transition you out of what's hanging on to you into where God wants you to be? Some of you, it's really, really tough. Some of you, it's going to mean a faith step. Some of you, it's going to mean hanging on to things that you never thought you could hang on to. And maybe it's the Word of God. Maybe it's prayer. Maybe it's just putting something in your life, writing something on your hand that says, I am free, who the sun sets free, I'm free indeed, whatever it is, but to transition out of where you are into where you want to be. For some of you, it's jobs. For some of you, it's family situations. For some of you, it's whatever. But are we going to allow God to transition us physically and spiritually to where he wants us to go to? Might have to go through a bit of Samaria, Bit of a tough time because these guys, I'm sure, as they exposed what was written on their backs on these bits of four by two, it was probably really confronting. But as they, they let it go, it was gone. Something shifted, something changed. So we're going to transition closer to Jesus. In John 8, 34 to 36, it says, Jesus answered them, Truly, 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 I say to you, everyone who practiced sin is a slave. And the slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. And this is the, this is the verse we all know. 
So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. So what do we need to let go of this morning? What do we need to grab hold of this morning? Can we stop blaming external situations? And can we step in to where God wants, wants us to be to better transition and tr to transition well? For John 4 verse 13 says, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, speaking of the water in the well. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I will give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. God, I pray for us this morning. Lord, I pray that all of us, Lord, as we transition, would have a faith that says, I know, I know you've got me. That we would have a faith that says, there is something good coming my way. There is a well that's deep. There is some water that is clear. There is something that's gonna, that's gonna hold me. God, Lord, I pray for every one of us as we sit here just for a few seconds. And we're thinking, I'm, I, I don't know how I'm gonna find my next place of employment. I don't know how I'm gonna find my next house. I'm struggling to find a rental property. I'm struggling with my health. I'm struggling with my mind because these doubts keep coming in and, I, and I'm struggling to, to let go of them. I'm struggling with my heart because my heart's been so broken that I, I don't know how to let this go. I don't know how to say I forgive and truly feel forgiven. I don't know how, I don't know how. There's the ones that are here that are saying this morning, even in my relationships with my kids, I don't know how to do this well. God, Lord, I pray and I ask, Lord, that this time of transition, Lord, that seems to be in the world at the moment, where everything's been thrown up in the air, that God, you would lead, you would direct. And God, as we follow you through these situations, Lord God, I pray. I pray, Lord God, and ask, Lord God, you would give us the answers to our prayers. I pray you'd strengthen us. I pray you'd enable us, Lord. That God, through this season, Lord God, as we transition well, as we're willing to follow you, even into Samaria, Lord God, whatever it may be, that God, Lord, we would find that well that sustains us. God, Lord, I pray that your peace that goes beyond understanding, your strength would enable us, Lord God. Lord God, your fire would be in us. That God, we'll be walking, Lord, disciples for you, wherever we go and whatever we say, Lord God, in our home, in our marriage, in our workplace. God, Lord, I pray for your blessing and your anointing upon us, Lord God, as we transition into the next season, because God, I believe there's something fresh, Lord, for us here at Gilston. There's something fresh here for us and our families. There's something fresh for us in the Gold Coast. There's something fresh for us in Australia, Lord. I believe that revival's coming, Lord. I believe there's something gonna be poured out into, into Australia and across the world, Lord, in this season. 
So God, Lord, I pray and ask, Lord God, that you'd refresh us, enable us transition into the season. Let us not hold back to what we've known in the past, Lord God, but to step into what you have. Let us not look at the situations and the things that are in our world, Lord, but to step in and believe by faith that there is more. There is more, Lord God, Lord. God, there is more, Lord God. So Lord, let that be a prophetic word upon us this morning, that there is something coming our way, something coming our way, and we're gonna, we're gonna Lord, move from where we are into something that's fresh, Lord God, I pray. In Jesus' name, Lord, I ask. God, Lord, I pray, Lord, for fresh dreams upon us all. Let us know who we are in you, Lord. We might transition well, very well, Lord, I pray. I pray in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen.